Penik Moje, and my story is A Long Distance. A Long Distance. Anna, or little Anna as she was called, thought that there was a long distance between her dreams and the world she lived in. Just as there was a long distance between her parents and even between herself and her brothers. Indeed, it seemed to Anna, age 10, small and blonde, and with big eyes that seemed to peer into some forgotten place far away, that it was distance that separated her from everything that mattered. She wondered why this was so, but as yet had not come up with an answer. Sunday mornings, which were generally quiet in the family home and when her parents slept in, presented her with the best opportunity to bridge this distance. On those mornings, Anna, who usually awoke soon after the birds began their dawn chorus, would steal out of bed and, careful not to wake her youngest brother who slept in the bed opposite hers, would dress herself quickly in woolens and boots and slip out of the front door, usually accompanied by the family's dog, himself eager to sample the new day. Then, after checking that the coast was clear, Anna would race down to Avalon, the clearing in the small wood copse that bordered the tumbling path to the beach below her house. There, she would sit quietly, waiting. No one knew about Avalon. It was private. A small glade that Anna had found one day by chance. And no one would discover this magical place, for Anna had chosen it carefully. A small clearing, difficult to find behind several thick and tumbled bushes. Obstacles which kept most ordinary people away, but which didn't deter Anna, who loved pushing her way into wild hidden spaces, the wilder and more remote the better. In Avalon, time stood still. Or rather, there was no time, and indeed no distance between today and eternity, so that it seemed to Anna, whose heart always began to beat to a different tune when she entered this space, that this was a spot where not only distance was bridged, but where dreams took flight and became reality. In Avalon, behind the mist that separated time, everything was possible, but only if your heart was pure. This meant that if you made a wish from a heart that was cold, lacking in love or untrue and greedy, your wishes would never come true. And worse, they had a habit of bouncing back to you in an unpleasant way. If, on the other hand, someone with a pure heart filled with love made a wish, then it would come to pass. Anna had actually found this out the hard way when one autumn day she had wished that her brothers be spirited away and asked that her real family be revealed to her. For although she was a gentle girl with a rebellious spirit, Anna had always somehow felt different to her family. Things hadn't worked out as planned and it wasn't until Toby returned from his trip to Hafhorn where he had gone to consult with the elders that she learned this essential truth and more. There is only one day when wishes are guaranteed to be granted, even from a heart that is not totally pure, repeated Toby, imitating rather badly, it seemed to Anna, the voice of the elder. That is Christmas Day, 
A day when a special child is born. A child who alone has the power to change the world and bridge the distance between this world and eternity. This child's destiny is to awaken mankind to love, Toby added gravely, lowering his voice reverentially. Is that so? replied Anna. She had met Toby, a somewhat scrawny, taciturn blackbird, one summer afternoon when she'd gone to Avalon to read. Toby had alighted somewhat awkwardly on one of the bushes nearby and hovered some long while so that it became apparent he wanted to speak or otherwise communicate with her. But she was a girl and everyone knew humans didn't speak bird language. To her surprise, almost as soon as she had had this thought, they began a conversation. Toby, it appeared, felt alone and different just as she did, and it seemed to her that they were alike somehow, searching for a sense of place and belonging. Christmas morning dawned slowly for Anna, who had awoken early. It seemed to take an age for the orange brightness of the sun to gradually lift over the horizon and shine through her bedroom window. She slipped on her jeans and boots and wrapping herself in her best grey woollen scarf, she let herself out of the front door when the family were still sleeping. It was a dry, crisp morning so that her small feet made crunching noises as she stepped over the grass down towards the clearing and to Avalon. Sisal, the family dog, followed her, tail wagging. Anna wasn't too pleased. She wanted to be alone especially since it was Christmas Day and something very special was about to happen. But trying to send him home would only create more problems, so she said nothing. After scrambling over and through the thicket that led to Avalon, Anna arrived at her special place. It was quiet. Toby must have slept it out, she thought as she carefully stepped to the centre of the clearing and sat down solemnly on the grass. She closed her eyes and quietened her breath, waiting patiently for her heart to give the signal. She waited until the mist descended enough to separate her from out there. Gradually, the energy changed, everything grew still and the sky became a bright, shining orange and Anna knew something was about to happen. It was time. Feeling compelled to stand as tall as she could, she opened her arms wide and lifting her head cried out, Let there be no distance. Let there be no distance between me and my real life, my real family. Let there be no distance between me and Avalon, where dreams become a reality. Nothing. All was quiet. Then she heard a slight rustling noise and turning her head, she spied Toby sitting quietly on a branch nearby. Shh, she uttered and motioned silence. Then she felt it. The air changed. The light grew even brighter and coming towards her in the distance, she saw a tall woman with long auburn hair dressed in a blue robe. The woman was carrying a baby whom she laid in a small manger. 
There was a light around this child and Anna was drawn to approach him. As she did so, she noticed that she herself was wearing a long robe similar to the woman and that her feet were clawed in sandals. Anna approached them quietly. The woman looked at her with beautiful, kind eyes and seemed not in the least surprised to see her. They sat a moment looking at the child who lifted up his arms so that warm golden light poured out from him and Anna felt her heart open and expand and expand to absorb this light and warmth. The child spoke. Never forget, never forget this is your destiny as it is the destiny of all humans to forget and then to remember that they are true beings of light and love. It is your destiny to bear the pain of forgetting your divine essence and then to awaken and to bring others to that awakening. This is your destiny and you will know that there is in effect no distance between you and God. Anna touched the infant's hand and in that instant her heart opened fully and she awoke to this truth. The sun had travelled some long way across the sky when Anna got up from Avalon and made her way slowly back home. She had lost all track of time and hoped she hadn't been missed. Explaining where she'd been and what she had seen and experienced would just be impossible, even though it was Christmas Day. One thing was sure. She would never again doubt that however long it seemed, there was in reality no distance between herself and all that mattered.
so 